Welcome to the Energy Upgrade Podcast. Hey, I'm Vanessa, and I'm obsessed with all things health, energy, entrepreneurship, motherhood, and living my best life. I'm here to give you actionable steps in reclaiming your energy and reconnecting with your power. I'm a certified integrated health practitioner and kinesiologist. I spent the past decade with a focus on skin health and age prevention while co-founding a network of medical aesthetic clinics on the west coast of Canada. After healing myself from burnout, mold, heavy metal, and all the things, I'm back to my passion for health optimization, and I'm lucky enough to coach high-achieving women just like you in finding their energy and life force back transforming their life so they can step into the highest version of themselves has energized me and inspired me to bring to life this podcast. Here, I'll talk about detox, lifestyle, mindset, supplements, breathwork, parasites, (laughs) and everything in between. I know you're so busy, so I keep it under 30 minutes. Thank you for being here. Cozy up and let's get started. Your energy is your life force. You want to be able to magnetize your wildest dreams. A liver detox is the fastest way to start healing. You can and you will. Well, hello, beautiful, high-achieving woman. Welcome to another episode of the Energy Upgrade. It's Vanessa, your host. Today, I'm gathering all my courage to talk about a topic that I haven't really talked about yet. And that is sharing a little bit more about my burnout experience. And somehow, you know, I've had a lot of realizations lately. And it it kept coming up and it kept coming up that I needed to come here and vulnerably share all of the teachings and the learnings I have been gathering lately, because I do think it might help someone out there listening. And so that's for you that I'm doing this today, coming in from a very vulnerable spot and sharing this journey. And even though this burnout experience for me happened about four years ago, I feel like I just lately have been able to completely release it. It's not defining me anymore. It's not who I am anymore. And I'm going to be sharing a little bit of that journey, how it presented itself and how I was able to literally transcend it today here, because I want also you to remember that any big event that happens to you in life can happen for you. And I'm finally able to hug my burnout experience and kiss it goodbye with lots of love, grace, and compassion because of the awakening, the awakening it has provided me. So let's start with a little bit of a backstory. Um, when I was a child, I always naturally had a strong leadership role. I just took it, embraced it naturally. Uh, my brother um, has Down syndrome. He's So I was the eldest of three and naturally I just kind of decided that I would, I would be by his side, um, sort of opening the way for him so that he wouldn't have to, you know, so that things would be easier for him. So very early on, and this is not something anybody asked me to do. I just naturally stepped into this role, but I started this like high performance wanting to, you know, 
perform and and feel seen and and really do all of these things that were grand and amazing so that I could attach value to who I was. And of course, the more I was performing, the higher the bar kept getting. And this was a pattern that then unfolded into my school years, then into university, then into my jobs. And it's just like, I just kept bringing the bar higher and higher for myself. Like, I want to be clear here. And that's why I'm going to, I'm going to be super vulnerable because I'm fully aware now that this was all, this all happened on my own making, you know, nobody forced me to do any of these things. And so now fast forward to four years ago, when I'm sitting on my couch, and my therapist started giving me the sign of burnout, hinting at me that probably I was in the thick of it. For me, the signs were extreme fatigue, brain fog, I just couldn't wake up in the morning. And to be honest, I didn't care to wake up in the morning. I had an extreme lack of motivation. I couldn't really find any purpose in what I was doing anymore. I started gaining weight because my thyroid was so out of whack and more sluggish than ever. I was sick almost all the time, one cold after the next. You could see, and at the time I, I couldn't really understand, but my body was in complete disalignment. And I, I didn't know where this was coming from. But when my therapist brought that up, I was like, oh, okay, well, yeah, I sure tick all the boxes. And that would make sense. Like, I'm, I just feel exhausted. You know, I just feel like I'm, I've been running a marathon since like for the past 35 years, and I just cannot catch my breath. That was the feeling. And recently, you know, when we hear about burnout, we automatically think, anyway, that's what I was led to believe that burnout is associated with how work, how hard you work, you know, and of course I was working really hard building um, and, you know, being an entrepreneur and, and building at the time Project Skin MD, which was really a, a labor of love and passion at the time. And I was really like all in, all in, it was like, in my veins. It was defining who I was. It was how I was walking through life. You know, I pushed two babies out without even noticing. I was on a mission to build this business and perform. And so again, my metrics of success just kept getting bigger and bigger. Um, but then lately, and also like seeing myself through some of my clients and also, my coach lately has been able to call this on me to be like, you know what? Burnout is actually not related to how, how hard you work, because if you are doing it from a place of, you know, pure energy and life purpose and you're completely aligned, you will have the energy to do anything and work all the time because it doesn't feel like work. And so... I recently realized that it had nothing to do with the hours I was doing and how hard I was working, but it was really more about me running this business and building it from a place of wounded masculine energy. 
disconnected from my true consciousness and just really deeply rooted in the hustling, the doing, right? That limiting belief of the more I do, the more I will feel seen. And as a result, the more that will elevate my ego and my identity, right? Like that's deep, <laughs> deep work. That's why I'm saying like this, this is taking a lot of vulnerability and it took a lot of inner work and responsibility for myself and my own actions and my own thoughts. But I was a master at getting shit done. Like seriously, like growing the business and, you know, direction and empowering the team. And I'm sure that on the outside, like nobody had any idea. And I, I went through burnout silently. I never, ever brought that up. Um, which is, of course, a mistake. So if you're going through this, you have to make sure, and I will at the end share some of my best tips to get out of there. But for me, it was like crushing one project, one project after the next, big dreams, big goals, opening a new location, having babies, you know, and there's nothing wrong with that. But for me, it's just my energy was my misalignment. I was doing it for the wrong reason, just deeply rooted from a pattern that I had picked up in childhood of wanting to do more, perform more, to feel seen and have my value and my validation attached to that. Because when when you're operating from your masculine energy, when it's not the wounded part of it, the masculine energy is amazing. It gets stuff done. It is a safe container. It's strong um, leadership. And I definitely had some parts of that, but I realized that what led me to burnout were the wounded parts of that masculine energy, as well as me being completely shut off from my divine feminine energy. And so I was, I, I was trying to feel like I was enough through the hustle. And I'm saying this because I know if you're listening to this podcast, I know that you will find yourself in these words as well. That's what I talk about every single day with my clients. I see this pattern and I, I'm realizing that this is really, especially um, the women around my age, this is almost our generation. That's how we've been thought through feminism. We've been thought that we have to work hard and push hard just like men to have what we deserve. And I'm here to tell you that there's, anyway, for me, there's this massive brick wall at the end of the road that I I had to crumble upon to wake up from, from that reality, which is not reality, by the way. And essentially being in that wounded masculine energy and not really realizing it, not being aware of it meant that I was walking around with a broken heart. I was rooted in my ego, disconnected from who I was, from my true life's purpose. I had come up with this identity, which by the way, the identity is your ego building a mask to hide under to keep you safe. So building a strong identity can actually be a, a self-protective mechanism, but it's also a very dangerous place to be. And so all entrepreneurs listening to this right now, listen closely because I, to me, my identity was solely and completely intertwined with my business and what I was building. It was who I was. In front of being a mother, being a, a wife, it was, I was, I was project skin. It was like through my veins, I could feel it in like every inch of my body. That's who I was. And so 
the problem with that and what I, I never saw coming is when we sold the business, which by the way, was a decision that was primarily made for my partners. And the truth was I wanted to support them because it was the right thing to do for them. It was providing them with a beautiful exit strategy that they needed and, you know, safe retirement. And I was a hundred percent supporting and loving that for them. And at the time I thought, okay, you know, it'll allow me to reinvent myself and provide more value and expand the brand. And, but I really didn't expect how hard the identity piece would hit me. And you can even feel my, my voice shaking now. It's like, it's, it's deep work. Um, it's like my identity got shattered overnight. Suddenly, you know, suddenly all the things that I had done didn't, didn't mean anything. It broke me right open. I didn't know who I was, how I was supposed to contribute. And obviously you can imagine how my wounded masculine energy was just so challenged. I was still chasing something, but I, I couldn't put my finger on it. I didn't really know how to um, how to support, I was sort of in this limbo space. And it, trust me, for a perfectionist rooted in performance, that's hell on earth. I was just, you know, it, it was so hard. And that's really when my body slowly but surely, it didn't happen all over, like it didn't happen overnight, but it happened over after a few months that we sold I could feel my body really shutting down from the inside. And now I know, now I know, and now I can see that it truly was the best gift, the greatest gift I could ever receive. It's, it's really when the universe spirit had been trying to wake me up for so many years of being like, hey, be careful. You're, 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 you are so much more than what you're presenting yourself and you, you are powerful and you don't need to do all these things to have power. You are powerful, but obviously, you know, the universe tried to wake me up several times, you know, a little nudge on the shoulder, a little voice in the ear, and I just kept going. And then the two by four in the face, I just kept going and it, it took. The full brick wall, if you're watching on YouTube, that brick wall behind me represents that. I had to crumble upon that brick wall and completely find myself in ashes to be able to see what was happening. And of course, you can imagine the amount of personal work I've done since. And I, I now realize that this was 100% of my own making. I now realize that through burnout, when I allowed that to happen, I just was misunderstanding my own strength, my own power. I felt after selling, I felt like I had no value. I wasn't important anymore. I wasn't needed anymore. And that hit me hard. I had lost my direction, but now I see that nobody did this to me. I did it to myself. And I'm so grateful, even though it was excruciating and, and a very pain, a painful time in my life, it, it was so needed. And I'm glad it happened 
sort of early on. I felt like the victim, you know, which made me question my mind, my abilities, my success, my my vision, my future. Why am I here? What is my contribution? What am I supposed to do? That's literally how I felt. The child, the six-year-old child in me had to unconsciously find a villain so I could feel validated. So doing in doing that, what I couldn't see at the time is that all I was doing was giving my power away. I was doing that. Nobody else asked me to do that. I was doing it. And by doing that, really what you're doing is you're doing yourself like you're that is the prime example of self-sabotage and to me that that is the culmination of burnout so if you're going through burnout right now if you have been going through it if you've experienced it in the past or if you're feeling the signs that you're heading straight into the brick wall ask yourself are you are you self-sabotaging yourself right now are you stepping on your power are you dimming your light for someone else are you staying in a, a, a something that maybe is toxic that you know is not serving you to your higher purpose? I remember my therapist telling me, you have to slow down. And I was thinking, like, but how the heck do I do that? All I know, all cells in my being, my operating system, all it knows is the hustle the to-do, the checking things off the list, the moving on, the next project, the next big dream, the next big goal. If you're asking me to slow down, I have no idea how to do that. I don't even know where to begin. And I, I still vividly remember after that call, sitting on my couch, looking around and feeling so lost, just thinking, what's next? Where do I take it from here? Like, what am I supposed to do? And, you know, that, that high pace was so hard to deconstruct. I, because that's really how I was associating my success, like my metrics of success, which have been a hundred percent picked up from society, by the way, like that's usually how we learn, okay, you have to do this to be successful. You have to have this brand. That means you're successful, right? Our metrics of success are just right now. And I'm, I'm thinking you're probably feeling this in your life. They're just shattering. We're seeing through now, like this is not the real life. It's not about the brand of shoes and the, and the handbag and the title and, and the big job and the travels and all the things. It's not about that. But oh, oh, it it wasn't like there's a reason why this is called shadow work, right? Like it's hard, it's painful, it's difficult. Um, and so at the time we were living in the city in Vancouver, and when we had an opportunity to move to the Okanagan, away from the hustle of the city, closer to nature, I thought, okay. Thank you, universe. This is exactly the next step that my soul needs. I don't know how and how and why, but there's a reason why this is landing on our lap and this is where we're going. So we kind of packed everything. And then at the time I decided to also scale back, even though I was worried of what people would think, you know, oh, it's a demotion. Oh, she can't take it anymore. I just did it. I, I did what my body was so deeply asking 
and slowing down for me, I had to force myself into it. It's like, okay, I'm going to scale back. I'm going to go part-time. I'm going to land in a place where I'm a hundred percent rooted in nature. And to me, I, and for those of you who have been following me for a while, you probably remember that time where I was talking about Call to Nature. I started my blog, Called to Nature, and I started sharing my journey about reconnecting with nature and how much wisdom nature holds. And it was at that moment that I finally was able to experience and feel what slowing meant. But little did I know that I was just at the very beginning of my healing and of me transcending that burnout energy and just kind of kissing it goodbye. But what I realized is I, the more I was really being pulled by nature, I was really being called. And I just decided to lean in for once in my life and listen to the nudges and listen to what nature had to tell me. And we were very lucky to be living the lake life on the Okanagan Lake. And so every morning I was grounding, you know, in the lake or walking in the rocks or in the sand or in nature and just listening, listening to the leaves, the trees, to the sky, the water, the flow, trying to hit that meditative state and hit deeper states of consciousness that were really showing me the way to myself, listening to my heartbeat again, listening to my breath, listening to okay what is my body needing how to nourish myself but not just from a food point of view but how can I nourish my soul what am I needing to rebuild from this and and that's really when I decided and I saw it was very clear that I needed to take personal responsibility for my thoughts for my actions I had to stop projecting I had to completely rewrite my metrics of success. I had to radically look at myself in the mirror, my limiting beliefs, my choices, a hard look at my reactions, my leadership, the wounded parts of me. And I often say this, if, you, if you've been on here, you've heard me say this, nobody is coming to save you. And trust me, when you're going through burnout, Nobody's coming to save you. Nobody. And like I said, I did all of this silently. I bet you some of my, you know, previous colleagues and team members are going to listen to this and be like, what? I had no idea she went through this. And that was, again, my ego, my identity. There was no way I was going to show that I was crumbling. But who oh boy, was I ever. And at that point, I was like, this is ridiculous. You know, I'm not going to get through any of this hardship if I, if I don't just go deep in me, if I don't lean in, if I don't surrender this desire to be performing, to be perfect, to be always on top of my game. It, it, it hasn't served me. Look at where I am. It hasn't served me. And so I decided to take that deep radical responsibility, do the work, and and start healing myself and you know again in hindsight in hindsight the burnout was truly a gift a catalyst 
It allowed me to crumble, rethink my thoughts, my actions, my choices, my relationships. Who are my expenders? Who am I getting my influence from? Who am I aligning with? It allowed me to slowly regain and reconnect with my true essence. You know, I spent lots of time journaling, like, what brings me joy? Who am I? What do I love to do? What lights me up? What do I truly want to do in this lifetime? How do I want to contribute to this world? How can I help others? What legacy do I want to leave behind? Those are like big, heavy questions. And you have to drop in very deep in the very core of your, of your being to listen. And often the answers, by the way, don't come from the mind. They come from your body. Your body shows you the way. And that's exactly what burnout is, is this misalignment, this deep disconnection with your body. It's when you're pushing through, trying to achieve goals on paper, completely foregoing how your body feels, how your intuition feels through that. Now, I want to be clear, like building Project Skin was the most ecstatic, beautiful experience of my entire life so far. And I have absolutely no regret because I did it. I think I did it well. I truly had fun doing it. But now as I'm building this new business is I and I have this new consciousness, I realized that it didn't have to be that hard. It really didn't. I, by not listening to my body, I was shutting down my magnetic energy, my magnetic leadership. It could have been so much easier. And that's really my message here is as soon as I started that, that mindset shift, as soon as I realized that things started magically coming to me. And now I can see that those opportunities were completely manifested and came to heal me even more, to allow me to reconnect with my true power that somehow I had given away. I had completely given away on my own accord. Nobody took it from me. And so then guess what happened? The pandemic started. And while it was a very difficult time and challenging time in many, many ways, I realized that I think this is another opportunity that universe, spirit, whoever you believe in brought me on a gold platter. It's like, okay, the entire world is going to slow down and shut down. So are you going to finally do it? Are you going to finally just stop, slow down, listen to what your body needs? And that's what I did. And that's when I, I got myself certified as a health coach. I went back to my first love, which was health and well-being and wellness I had graduated as a kinesiologist more than 15 years before that. And it, it was still in me. It was part of me. It was who I was. And so I just reconnected. I just listened to those fragments of me that were still there. And I started exploring liver detoxification, emotional detoxification. And oh, those were such a game changer, which by the way, that's why I'm so passionate about it. That's why I cannot help but bring that up. Because if you haven't never done a liver detoxification, there is so much healing there. From an emotional standpoint, in our liver, we hold on to anger, frustration, resentment. Huh. 
Imagine, imagine the things I had to shed, right? And when you start moving things, when toxins start moving out, you start creating space in the liver. Well, trust me, what needs to be seen is going to make itself very, very clear. And so I had lots of tears to shed, you know, lots of frustration for myself against me being like, Hey, why did I do this? Why did I reacted like a six-year-old child? Why, why did I weaved in all my identity into this? Why did I not uh, pay more attention to, to my, my kids, my love, my husband, the people that have my back, the people that love me? Why did I not lean in into this love that I'm surrounded and abundantly surrounded by? Why did I not see that? Right. But of course, the, those were some of the thoughts that came up with the liver detoxification. And the more I was able to surrender, the more I was able to lean in, the more I was able to shed, dissolve, let go of all these thoughts and realize that they are not who I am. And the more they allowed me to remember my true nature. And for the first time in years, through a pandemic, when everybody was shutting down and and having a really hard time and falling to pieces. Well, that's when I was picking my pieces back up like a phoenix rises, is rising from the ashes. And that's for the first time when I could see, see myself and feel myself rebirth and really coming back to life, realigning with my true nature, connected to my body, aware that my thoughts don't define me. And that time allowed me to slowly surrender. Now it wasn't, this, this isn't the work of like a couple of weeks, right? This is months of sitting in the shadow, in the yucky, in the discomfort. But boy, when you do this work, when you lean in, when you surrender, when you start rebuilding that trust in yourself, the liberation that comes on the other side is just, it cannot be explained and that's why I'm so passionate about radical responsibility. I talk about this with my clients all the time. I cannot do the work for you. You have to see it in yourself. You have to see those actions, those thoughts, those choices and realize, are they good for you? Or are they not? And take responsibility for that. And that's really what got me of my dark hole. It's the engine behind my rising. And, you know, I'm not going to say taking ownership was easy. Ooh, it's hard and, and I can still feel it. I can still feel it. You know, it's the ego, the ego freaking hates it. It hates every single minute, second of that, of that time. Because you're shedding the identity, which is the mask that's keeping you safe. It's, it's, it's not fun. But the more you cry those tears, the more you let yourself be, the more you breathe, the more you learn to actually deeply breathe using your belly, the more you drop in your out of your mind into your body, the more you trust yourself again, that you know that you have your own back, Oof, the more liberation you find. And now I can say today, I feel lighter than I've ever felt in my life. All those cords, all those limiting beliefs, all those expectations of others that I acquired, I just released. I let go of. They're not who I am. They don't define who I am anymore. And I feel so anchored, so aligned. 
And in saying that, I want, I want to also be completely honest. I am a human. I still have, I still get triggered from time to time. Of course I am. And I don't think that'll ever go away because that's, that's part of being who we are. But the beauty is now I'm able to pause and ask myself with curiosity. Curiosity was also a game changer for me to be like, huh, okay, why am I feeling like this? Why am I, why is my heart rate going up? Why do I have this lump in my throat? Being curious, like, why is this happening right now? Oh, okay. Yeah, I can see this pattern in me, right? And, and, and that the more you do that, the more you're curious, the more you realize, the more you're aware, the more, the more you're responsible, the more you heal. And if you've ever experienced burnout, you have to go deep down in those, in those dark places to let go of that. That does not define that experience in your life does not define who you are, but it might follow you. It might keep being a pattern that you have until you're willing to go there. And now I feel like I have this built-in resilience that I didn't have at the time. I have connected with my divine feminine energy. I now understand my magnetic power. I'm, I feel more magnetic than I ever, ever been. I'm bringing a completely different energy to the table. I'm bringing a very different energy in building this new business. I have all the know-how, but now I'm bringing the soft skills in. You know, I'm making sure I don't fall back into the same old patterns. I'm making sure that I lean in. I stay courageous, curious. I use my feminine energy to transmute, transcend possibilities, submerge the timelines to attract, manifest the magic that I'm desiring in my life in this new venture. And I do not let my ego define me or put me in a box with an identity and a label on it. There's no I'm not allowing that anymore. I am not a title. I'm I'm a human being having an amazing kick-ass experience now. I am blessed. I attract abundance in my life. And that comes from a very pure, pure place in me. I can now see that I'm whole. I am whole. I don't need anything else to come and complete me. I am already whole. And this is a reminder for you as well. You are whole. We often think we're broken and we need, you know, the next supplement and the next biohacking thing to make us complete. And I always say, you can do all those things. And yeah, that might move the needle, you know, five, 10%. But the real change happens when you start feeling the shift in your energy when it's not coming from a wounded place, but when it's coming from that deep level of deep knowing higher state of consciousness where nobody, nobody can come and steal that from you. You become non-negotiable for the vibe that you want to attract, what you want to put out. I'm so clear on my vision and my mission for this lifetime. I'm finally on my ex merging my health and my business knowledge and now knowing how to utilize all these tools, all that energy and oof, transmute it, alchemize it to create magical possibilities. I now know that this is what I'm here to do, that all these hardships happened for me. I needed to go through them. I needed to transcend them. 
I needed to have this very high level of awareness to be able to mirror it back for you. And to be that guy, that expender, that person that is there to hold that light for you. Because I did it alone, again, on my own making. This was 100% on me. And decided to walk this journey alone. And trust me, it was pretty dark. It was pretty dark. And so if I can be that light for you, and if we can transmute that energy, let's just do it. That's really what I'm here for. And I, I want to finish this. Whew, deep, deep, deep episode, but oh, wow, it feels so aligned. I'm so glad I'm, I'm allowing myself to be in that vulnerable spot and share this with you. I just feel it's so important. And it's, it's really, really aligned with where I want to go in this, in this, in this life, but also in this new business that I now see as a very much alive part. Like my business is alive, just like I am. And I never saw it. I never treated my previous business like that. You know, it was it was something outside of me. But wow, there is so much magic and creation when we can realize that you're both alive. You both have a heartbeat. And so you both have needs. And being able to acknowledge these needs and nourish these needs is just so expensive. So Let's talk about, I want to finish by offering you really like some, some tips to lean in. You know, if you are at a place in your life where, where you're seeing the brick wall in front of you, like it's there, you're going straight in, or maybe it, maybe it's an experience you had a few months ago, or a couple years ago, 10 years ago, but you still feel it in your cells. It still defines you at a cellular level. Let's break that. Let's break that energy and use it, use the power of it to allow your expansion. And so awareness is key. I say it all the time, but awareness that this is what you're in right now, that this is the journey. This is your mission right now. This is what you need to see. This is what your body is trying to communicate to you. Listening to that, being aware of it is step number one. And if you do that, you're 50% ahead you've already done half of the work. The next thing is, this is what worked for me. So I'm going to share it for you, but leaning in with nature, you know, getting your really like listening, getting closer, putting yourself like just getting lost in a forest, getting lost in trails where you're surrounded by greenery, by green, where you can hold the frequencies of nature, which by the way, nature dies and rebirths all the time really connecting with the power of the seasons and letting yourself be inspired by mother nature who's just you know let's call it the way it is she's the boss of us all so if we don't decide to look at her in awe and if we don't decide to listen to what she has to say it be like everything is harder so go get lost in nature lean in you know ground yourself go barefoot, foot, go in water, just, just immerse yourself with water, make one with it. And then of course, for me, the liver detox came with a heavy emotional detoxification. And, and so I can't recommend it enough, but I would love for you to be aware before you do the liver detox, because you'll get 10 X the results, you know, and during the fasting days, cry, 
live what you need to live, journal, meditate, go inwards. Don't try to numb and don't get stuck in the small talk like, oh, I'm so hungry. No, go inwards. In fact, when, you're, when your body doesn't have to digest food, you have so much more energy available for your body and your brain to vibrate. So go in. Reconnect with your body. Listen. Listen to the nudges. Reconnect with your intuition. Learn to love yourself again. All parts of you. That one is hard. Oh, there's such a high level of conditioning there. For me, I... I like learning to love myself again really happened through starting to prioritize myself, putting myself first, understanding that if I don't heal, I'm I'm just going to be a mess and nobody wins around me, right? And so understanding that, loving myself and allowing me, allowing myself some time to, you know, maybe it could look as silly as like going for a massage, Allowing myself to go to the spa for a few hours on a weekday, allowing myself to go in the sauna, even if it's a weekend and the kids want to go and play, I need to go in the sauna. This is what I need to do for me. You know, I know I'm not saying to start shutting down everybody in your life, but really start connecting with with what nourishes you on a soul level, what nourishment is your body needing? For me, that's how I was able to reconnect with the love for myself. And then when you start loving yourself again, then you can do the last piece of the puzzle, which is learning to trust yourself again. Because when you learn to trust yourself again, only then can you start surrendering. And only then can you start being and tapping into that feminine energy, which is the being and not the doing. But it's very hard to get there unless you've started to love who you are, recognizing your power, your strength, being aware, connecting with nature, really nourishing your body at a soul level, and then just transmuting, becoming this new whole version of you. You already were whole, but really re recognizing it. Ah, no small things. I always say that. No small things. As you can see here, I'm not about the fluff. We're like, I'm not about the fluff work. There's no Weight Watchers quick fix solution with any of my work because I want you to heal for once and for all. Am I, am I saying that this is never going to come and hunt me again? No, but now I have the tools. Now I love myself. And now I can teach it to others, but also model it to my kids, to my community, to my clients, to the people around me. And that means I bring such a higher frequency, a higher energy to the table. And hopefully you can feel that shift. And um, I just want to finish by saying, you know, you're, you're really going to notice um, that shift also in my marketing, in this new business, because I'm feeling so deeply called to merge the health coaching and the health, holistic health and holistic healing knowledge that I've gathered and that I have that the biohacking that I, I am, you know, I am biohacking now. It's not the tools. It's like the, it's the incarnation of, I am that version of me. This is who I am. And merging that with the business mastery, the entrepreneurship, but doing that through ease and flow, as opposed to the hustle, which we all know where that leads.
So you're going to start to see as I'm building this new signature program that I'm going to release in the fall, that's really going to come for, for women entrepreneurs that are ready to go to stop the hustle and lean in and do some deep healing and reconnect with their true power and use that life force energy that they're going to be rebuilding and transmute that in every sphere of their life because that becomes magnetic. And that's what I've had the pleasure of experiencing. And now looking back, it can say that my burnout was truly a gift, but now I have no attachments with it anymore. It doesn't define me anymore. <laughs> so women, high performing women, if you are deeply rooted in that performance and perfectionism, I see you. I am you. And you can see through me that you can get through it and heal and actually expand and grow to places that you never even thought were possible. You're going to be able to blur the line of possibilities. And all of that is available through awareness. So I hope that this episode was helpful. And if you felt like it really resonated, if you thought of anybody when you listen to this, share it. Share it to as many women that need to hear this because boy, are we due for a full metrics of success revamp in our generation. Like we have to start thinking that success comes through the hustling. It's just not healthy, sustainable. And it's not, it's not what we're here to do anyway in this lifetime. We only have one precious life, so might as well make it abundant, magnetic, and magnificent. So my friends, if this was impactful, feel free to let me know, come and find me in my DM, leave me a review. Let me know how that's, you know, how you're living this, how you're experiencing it in your life. I'd love to connect with you, share it to as many women as possible. Seriously, that's really why I'm here is to help you and why I really felt called to share this vulnerable episode today. So thank you for being here week after week. I see you, I am you, and I can't wait to reconnect again next week. Hey, beautiful women. If the tips and tricks I'm sharing here on the show are getting you inspired, excited about the possibility of feeling like yourself again, maybe it's time we hop on a call. Did you know I offer free 30-minute discovery calls to anyone being curious about my health coaching approach, but most importantly, anyone feeling like their time is now. If you're feeling like you've had enough, it's time to turn things around. Well, let's chat. Find the link in the show notes and let's meet. The information shared on this podcast is for information purposes only and doesn't provide any medical advice. Vanessa Grutman does not cure, diagnose, or treat disease. Please consult your physician before trying any new protocol or product. <laughs>